Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Joe Biden plans to legalize 11 million illegal immigrants. The left sharpens his daggers to persecute Trump and his supporters long after he leaves office. And will black Americans regret voting for the new president? This is Out Loud with Gianno Caldwell. Welcome back to Out Loud with Gianno Caldwell. I have to tell you that I'm so excited for today's show. My guest is the one and only David Webb. As I'm sure many of you know, David hosts the David Webb Show, a daily talk radio show on Sirius XM, Patriot 125. He also hosts Reality Check with David Webb on Fox Nation and is a Fox News contributor. Plus, David is a writer for The Hill. A proud conservative, David is unafraid to say what he thinks and is one of America's most prominent political commentators. Today, we're going to discuss Trump, Biden, immigration, the Black Boat, and so much more. Buckle up and let's go. David, welcome to Ally with Gianno Caldwell. Thank you so much for coming on, my friend. Anytime. Let's dive in. Absolutely. So last time I saw you, we were having some nice cigars and a drink over at your fancy, fancy place. How have you been since then? That was about a week ago. I'm still, you know, celebrating life, living life. Look, it's tough times, right, for a lot of people out there. But I tell them they should try to do their best, my friend. It's uh, it's about enjoying what you have and making the most of what you have, no matter what it is or where you are. Absolutely. I agree with that 100 percent. And the big news, as we know, is Joe Biden was sworn in as the 46th president of the United States. His speech at the inauguration focused on the theme of national unity, but he also spoke of the rise of political extremism. And a lot of folks considered him to be attacking Trump supporters. Again, folks who just wanted the best for their country. They wanted their taxes low. They wanted to ensure that the country was on the right track and it was American first priorities. What do you take from that? His speech didn't seem that unifying to me. What did you think? I mean, this is Joe Biden. This is not new to this campaign. I've been watching his history for decades now. Within the first two minutes or so of his inauguration speech, which I carried on my show, 
he used the term white supremacist, very reminiscent of his launch of his campaign from Charlottesville, Virginia. Uh, this is Biden that has played the race baiting game over the years. He's a professional politician, part of the D.C. cesspool, and he's wanted to be president since June of 1987 when he first filed. So he played to his base. He continues to play to his base. And you can't claim you want unity and then go out and go after some 75 million people who voted for your opponent. It just doesn't add up. No, it doesn't. And the fact that his administration continues to not really have a strong statement on impeachment outside of, well, the Senate can do business in terms of our priorities and also try the president. I mean, that's not really a unifying message, and I think most people would agree with that sentiment. Let's take a quick break now and continue the conversation in a moment. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary in indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. The Biden policy, they're saying that there's going to be legalization 
of 11 million illegal immigrants currently living in America. And that number has been something that has been mentioned for years. We at least can safely assume that the number is way larger than 11 million. And Joe Biden on his first day is talking about giving a pathway to citizenship to these individuals. Um, what is your take on giving citizenship to 11 million people who didn't come through the front door? Clearly, uh, you know, I'm all for the dreamers having a pathway to citizenship. They came here at no fault of their own. But there's other folks in, that are coming in trying to get be a part of this 11 million, which we know is much more than that. What, what's your take on that? Well, I mean, let's start with the principle of immigration, which is designed to be selective, not necessarily fair. You select who you want to allow entry into the country legally. Uh, I've been covering the border since 1994, 1995. So I've seen this play. And, you know, they would have us believe that 11 million people, which is a number that is now over a decade old, did not have babies, did not produce, did not bring in more illegals that have been crossing the border as you and I are having this conversation or overstaying their visas. Biden said something that's key there. And I have been telling this to both call it minority groups and illegal aliens in this country and others that want all these proposals by the Democrats. He said eight years. So if there's a pathway to citizenship over eight years, tell me where a current President Biden will be in eight years and how do you get your promise kept? It's a deflection in the lie. It's a wedge issue that allows us to go on. And then at the same time, balkanize the country with more migrants. There are over 10,000 by some reports gathering in multiple caravans south of the border. If they make it through the Darien Gap to the Mexico border on the south, security health issues, health issues with the COVID pandemic, other things will come into play. How does that actually work? The truth is he can destroy our infrastructure and they can defund or not fully fund ICE and their operations to secure the country, that will have a great effect on their ability to do their jobs. And then what happens when they come in? You have wage suppression. You have an oversupply of labor for jobs that Americans need. And what happens when you have an oversupply of labor? Now we have another problem. So Biden's promises, like his political career, are words, and the actions don't often follow the way he's promised. What's kind of interesting about this is we were told from a lot of folks in the Democratic Party that Joe Biden would govern from the middle. He would be a center left president. And we're already seeing that that isn't true. It, I think a lot of conservatives feel as though this is a, a, a president who will really attack the American norms that we've gotten used to over decade after decade. Do you feel any reason to be optimistic about his administration whatsoever? I'll give you one chance for Joe Biden that I see right now. And who knows, there could be others. And it's only in the Middle East where stabilization after the Abram Accords and now six total deals of recognition of Israel economic trade, the Bosnia-Serbian economic trade agreement, which actually obviously comes out of uh, Eastern Europe with Israel, Sudan and other nations recognizing that stability. And if you were to leave that alone, people on both sides of those equations, Muslim or Jew or otherwise, have stability. But when you look at Biden's promises, it's the taxpayers will pay the price, Gianna. When he rejoined the, rejoined the Paris Climate Accords, 
America is roughly 30 to 35 percent of the funding for that. What was really upsetting to them was just like the U.N., we pay the price, just like NATO, we pay the price while they get the benefit, which the world doesn't get because China doesn't follow the accords. Burning of fibrous material, wood for fuel, fire and more in Africa is also counterintuitive. So instead of solving the issues, they're just creating a sham of an approach on an issue that they actually don't have a real solution for, which is how we work, live and exist and grow a better environment around the globe. Now, that's a really great point. Now, I find it to be interesting that on day one in office, Biden signed an executive order halting the national emergency declaration that allowed Donald Trump to use additional funds to build a border wall. The order also pauses construction projects into further review. What do you think of Biden stopping construction on the border wall, which, of course, was one of Trump's key priorities? That one really troubles me, and it should Americans. We know what we catch, what we interdict in various ways along the southern border. For those of you who have never been to the southern border, it is a hellhole along the Rio Grande and other areas. It is a nightmare from a garbage, trash disposal, and human trafficking issues. So there's so many issues there. The walls funnel people into areas that are trying to cross illegally so we can interdict them. If they were to even leave it where it is and not take action, remember what I said earlier about reducing the funding and taking away their capability, reducing the beds, all the things they can do, reducing the, the process in the judicial system then what we'll see is a greater danger, not just along the border, but they will spread into many states, not just the more liberal states, and into the sectors of the economy, like construction, service industry, and um, agriculture, and more. But these are the areas that will pay the price. So while people want to just focus on the border, and I'm glad you asked the question there, you've got to take that issue and go much broader and bring it home to your main street in your community. So make it real for people, in other words. Well, it is very real for them. For example, states that spend billions of dollars on education, billions of dollars on health care, are taking that out of the taxpayer dollars. Then you add English as the second language. People who come from non-traditional or non-existent school systems who go into these systems. Therefore, you have to hire additional teachers, special teachers. You're taking resources away from Americans who are legally, whether they came here legally or were born here as citizens, you're taking resources away from their children. You're taking resources away from their community hospitals, which, by the way, when you break that apart, it's not the really nice hospitals in the really nice areas of America that typically get the elites pulling up in their expensive cars for their treatments. It's community hospitals and localized state-run hospitals that bear the brunt of this. And who do they serve? Typically, the underserved or lower uh, economic areas of our nation. So who pays the price? Absolutely. Now, my point was, especially when it comes to younger people, they don't necessarily see those things that may impact business owners. I think back, think back to my grandfather, who small business owner, plumbing construction, who often talked about in Chicago, how there was illegal immigrants taking opportunities. They would underbid and undercut them because they were using illegal help. For him, it was a very real topic of discussion. It was something that impacted his business and impacted the way that he earned money. For other people on the street day to day, they may not necessarily see it. That's what I was pointing out there. So 
speaking of is as the point of immigration conservatives tend to comprehensive immigration plans and prefer tackling the issue piece by piece, usually beginning with border security. Do you agree with that approach? I agree with that approach as part of the starting point, Gianna, but we need to go further with this, not just border security, but we need a proper functioning system of detention and processing with immigration courts, adding judges. The Trump administration uh, fought that battle and were stopped, by the way, by some Republicans who did not want to improve that. So things have to work together. And to your point, by the way, uh, breaking it real for people, you know, the wage suppression issue is a big issue for young people. Starter jobs typically come where? In starting positions in companies at every level or locally in your community. So if the conservative approach is going to address this, We've got to address it from the border, but we've got to come down the main street into those neighborhoods and find ways to enforce and remove, not to mention the criminal component of what happens when you have more poverty and lower earnings, which are then either supplemented by taxpayer dollars or abetted and unfortunately in a negative way, uh, increase crime in communities. And I understand that piece. What is the way, the right way of dealing with illegal immigrants currently living in the U.S.? Would you be okay with putting them on a pathway of citizenship after the border is secured in an effective, uh, demonstrable way? Or should we consider an alternative plan? Because we probably can't put out 11 million people. We can't send them home clearly. What is the right way of approaching this? It's not a path to citizenship. Uh, There are steps along the way, and they might be a consideration for limited amounts of legal, lawful presence, which is actually the proper term for that. I've worked on this issue for years, testified on this issue, and worked with groups that have return home projects. The federal government actually returns illegal aliens. We need enforcement, and I know it's not the answer people want to hear at times, and you, you're right, you won't remove, you won't go in and weed out what is actually a higher number, uh, probably closer to 20, high, the high 20 millions or close to 30 million people. But mm-hmm. if you have more enforcement, more return, and if you remove, because there are parts of the population, look, there are people looking for desperate, looking desperately for help. They've come here for a reason. But unfortunately, the law is still the law and the law has to be enforced. It's not inhuman because it's inhuman to someone if they're paying the price for someone else's benefit. So when an American loses and an illegal alien gains, that's not in that. You know, that is wrong as well. So we do have to return those that we catch. We do have to punish the employers to hire illegal aliens. And I realize that's a lot of businesses that are small in some cases and construction sectors and others. But if you hire someone illegally, you're part of the problem. That's really interesting. I want to pick up from there in a moment. But first, let's get a quick break. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival, presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean, Keith Urban, Jelly Roll, Old Dominion, Lady A, Riley Green, Ashley McBride, Brothers Osborne, Walker Hayes, all hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th, stream only on Hulu, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Now, on uh, the side subject of uh, the Dreamers, why do you think Democrats didn't agree to Trump's deal of protecting the Dreamers in exchange for enhanced border security? Because it's a wedge issue. Democrats have used illegal immigration as a wedge issue against the right for years. And I have asked this question as President Trump, I know, did. He and I talked about this in person when he looked at the Democrats and I've looked at them for years and said, you know, where's the solution that you actually delivered in the Obama years when they had the super majorities? They could have given comprehensive immigration reform on one page with a swipe of a pen. They didn't. The dreamers are a wedge issue. And it's an effective wedge issue because there's not a good solution that will satisfy the more ardent or more strident uh, conservative base. And you and I, I think we're closer to the reality of this is that we can find a pathway to lawful presence, absent citizenship is my belief, because it's no fault of their own, but this is the life they've known. And there's not a path to return home for them. They were not, you know, they were just too young and brought here against their will in many cases or brought here by their parents willfully. So let's find that path. But that wedge issue is more important to the Democrats. So they wanted to use it to run uh, and win elections. And certainly if you're going to legalize, you're going to give a pathway to citizenship to, as you mentioned, just uh, maybe 20 million, maybe 30 million people, then you have a new base of Democratic, potentially Democratic voters that will support you. And we know that that's a strong possibility, because if you look at Florida, you see that there are some folks that have been who were really rescued by a Republican president who feel loyal to the Republican Party. So that's a possibility there, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And numbers matter here. You know, when you look at the black versus Latino population writ large in America, blacks represent a little under 13 percent of the population. Hispanics, 17 percent and growing at a faster birth rate. And in a blended community, which is natural, communities blend, people live communally, illegally or legally. 
as you grow that base, you retain a percentage of that base. This is the hardcore world of politics that I've been, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately dealing in for decades now. So if you retain a number of that base, you keep your power while delivering nothing. And conversely, they saw, to your point, and I've been to Liberty City, Liberty Square, Frederica Wilson's district, other areas I work. My wife and I are heavily involved in some of these areas where these black voters were saying, hang on a second, Trump got us some solutions. And I can tell you that bothers the Democrats, so they need to pivot to Mm -hmm. the next block to bring them in. Talking about black support, those African-Americans who chose to support Joe Biden, and he promised that he was going to deliver all kind of uh, positive policy changes on day one of his administration. And day one of his administration has already happened, and we've not seen that are African-Americans getting played once again by Democrats who run for office with their support and never seemingly do anything for African-Americans? Like this is just, it just boggles the mind. How do you continue to vote for a group of people who never deliver for you? Like, I just, I just don't understand it. Well, <laughs> neither do I sometimes, but I've been working at this for years. Uh, it's going away little by little. Uh, And I think that's a good thing, but it hasn't gone away enough from the Democrat vote. And it's not even about becoming a Republican. You know, black people should give themselves a choice. You know, make your vote worth something. If you give your unyielding loyalty to one party, they owe you nothing. They've got you. And that's the history of blacks and Democrats when their freedoms came from Republicans, starting with President Lincoln. And then working forward through civil rights, through the the battle for desegregation and voting rights. So blacks need to look economically, look at what policies, conservative fiscal policies, business policies, capitalism, free market competition and economics is what lifts communities out of poverty rather than keeping you bound to the government dime. And let me give you an example. Ossoff and Warnock in Georgia promised $2,000 to Democrat base, Fulton County, Cobb County, and others during the run to win the Senate. And now they're getting $1,400 from Joe Biden and those same senators. Well, you just lost 600 of your 2000 You're getting 1400 If that's not an example of, hey, vote for me, I'll give you this, but I'm giving you less, I don't know what is. Or nothing at all. And what really upsets me about this whole thing. You saw people like Maxine Waters who said if if black folks vote for Trump, she would basically disown them. She was talking about black men, which we know that Donald Trump got a large supporter base there, one that a lot of Republicans didn't even think was possible. And then we know that Donald Trump got the largest share of African-American votes or rather minority votes than any Republican and what almost modern history, pretty much for the, for the most part. So we saw the policy really resonate and it was, you know, what do you have to lose? This is what I can offer you. And this is what the other side has done for your vote. Nothing. So <laughs> it's one thing that is it's something that I stick on because it really disappoints me and upsets me when I see a lot of people kind of shucking and jiving, if you will. I'm talking about these Democrat politicians that will not do anything for our community but talk. We, I say we, blacks in America, the history of blacks in this country has been one of survival in very tough circumstances, pre-civil rights, post-civil rights. And what has helped family, God, community 
building a business, owning what you know, using what's around you to, to better yourself. We gave that up for the government to be the provider of needs and determine what our wants are. So go back to that independence and use that independence to go to school, get a trade, get a degree, or go to work, whichever way you do it, and, and own what you know. Grow with what you know. Build. We're millionaires. We're billionaires. We have the highest percentage of millionaires of any country in the world. The wealth capital is there. And frankly, go back and reinvest in your communities and help others. I go back and work in some of these cities like Newark to help others get an education. You don't have to save the world. Do the simple things that let blacks know they have a choice because education is a key component to that. And you will see the percentages rise. No, I agree with that. And I think representation matters in the sense that people like you and me should go into these communities and mentor. Because one thing the Democrats are very skilled at is saying, hey, you, because you're black, you don't have the ability You don't have the resources. You don't have the know-how. You don't have the talent to do X, Y, and Z because the man is holding you back. And that's really discouraging to me because as I was growing up on the south side of Chicago, those are the things that I often heard. So it made me feel as though I wasn't empowered to move about my life and create a level of success that many people in my community have never seen because of what was told day after day. So these is is really like a... um, a programming that goes on, which makes you feel like you're inferior because of your color. And it's so it disenfranchises people. It disenfranchises millions of people every day. And it's so sad that in 2021, we're still in that particular position. Yeah, you know, think about this, Gianna, when the man is telling you that the man is not helping you and you haven't gotten anything for it of any real value. Come on, when do you stop believing them? It's it's not just the soft bigotry of low expectations. It's a very hard bigotry of we're not giving you anything to give yourself control, give you control of your life. That is a bigotry that is institutionalized by the Democrats. I absolutely agree with that, 100%. Let's dig into that further after a quick break. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The 
biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival. Presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean. Keith Urban. Jelly Roll. Old Dominion. Lady A. Riley Green. Ashley McBride. Brothers Osborne. Walker Hayes. All hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th. Stream only on Hulu. Starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. I want to bring this conversation back for a moment to where we begin. Biden and national unity throughout his presidential campaign, Biden portrayed himself as a moderate savior who would unify us. The man who can bring Americans together. But we know that Trump and his supporters wanted tougher immigration laws and Biden's team doesn't seem interested in compromising at all. So how hopeful are you that President Biden will help unify the country? I'm really not. And that's tragic because the success of America is what I want, regardless of who's in the White House. I think contrary to the or counter to the left wing poll for Joe Biden, who will play any card to any group just to keep himself where he is, uh, the American people will fight back out of just sheer need. Uh, our unity is not bound to a president. And this is something that I think we need to change. I, in fact, I know we need to change. Our unity is bound to our common needs, our common goals outside of party. And I know it sounds erudite for some and almost Pollyannish for others, but how have we been successful in communities which then become the communities within a larger community of a nation. It's when we work better together. If you're working in your neighborhoods, if you're helping to work to educate your kids, to make sure your streets are safe, to work with law enforcement, to, you know, to do what you can with what you have. Think about that, a force multiplier on that. That's bigger than any politician. And yes, they can affect us, tax policies, uh, culture, you know, consent decrees, failures in many ways can affect us. But we really are this country. D.C. was empty for the inauguration. It's not the center of America. It's the capital. The center of America is all across this country. I think to where we are today and what our politics are and what the media's role in it is, and I'm very interested in your thoughts because I think a lot of a lot of folks in the media have demonized all Trump supporters evil. And I want to know from you, how should conservatives respond to leftists who say they want the Republican Party to burn down and are making lists of Trump supporters for political retribution? We've seen prominent journalists and Democrats engaging in this behavior. What should conservatives do to respond to this? For one, respond honestly. OK, we have made our mistakes on the right. So let's let's be honest with the American people. Get them on our side again. Back to that 11 million plus that voted for not just Donald Trump, but for Republicans or against Biden in whatever way, however they cast their vote. They chose a path for America. Focus on that. Go into these communities and stay there. The media pundits, the social media influencers and others they're not going to change because there's no real way to counter them. So turn off the person on TV, turn to the community, the local political communities, local action groups, the local foundations, turn to your church members, turn to your, your coworkers at work, talk about your common ideals, and then keep working from there. Make sure your kids are working together to get to know each other so they can't be abused by the wrong information. 
We, mm. you know, we want to be conservatives, focus locally, and then let that expand. And then we need support of people who will come in honestly on this, the, those with platforms like you or me. You know, we're, frankly, I love the fact that we can sit here and have a discussion and you and I are not afraid to go out publicly and help multiply that message. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like your point in terms of making sure your kids aren't getting the wrong information. And truthfully speaking, I'm not one who I don't have any children. I, I'm not married or anything like that. But I would tell my kids, hey, make your own decisions, whether it be on the right or left. But here are the examples of what the left gets you. And this is what you get on the right. But you make your own choice and decision. So I I really appreciate that point. Now, this is something is you the series XM radio show host and you've been involved in media for decades. Even I I really want to get your thoughts on this. What about those on the left who are targeting the sponsors of right wing hosts? What should conservatives do in response? How, how, how people, they tried to shut down your show at all? Have anyone did that? I know that you're a very vocal voice and you amplified and listened to by millions of people. Have you seen this uh, on your platform? Yeah, look, I, I had someone recently try to cut one little sentence out of a show out of context and take it. Management had a meeting at Sirius and in the end, nothing came of it. But here's what really happens. And as someone who's been an advertising executive, work with the big agencies in the past from a broadcast perspective as well, advertisers go where the market is. And for example, conservative talk, my show's oversold. My channel is oversold on Sirius. You know, advertisers are waiting to get in. So for a while, they may target But the company, the service, they're interested in business. And after a while, when you look at all these boycotts or targeting, while some cave in, the truth is after a while they come back. And we've let them think and given them too much power by letting them think that while they're tweeting about it, it's actually having an effect. Because the guy that's making the widget, selling you a car or providing a service, you know what they care about? Your business. And if they don't have your business, they die. So the point is, do good work and have a market share that they can't try to target your show and take you off air because it, it feels as though with a lot of the targeting that we're seeing, even CNN going on and saying, hey, we want to take Fox News, Max and One America News Network uh, off the air. We're seeing that there is a real targeting of conservative voices now. This, this This is one of the weirdest times, I think, in American history where. They want to silence more conservatives versus having more opinion. They want less. They just want their their echo chamber, just like with Twitter and them silencing uh, President Donald Trump. So that's that's really interesting. And speaking of Donald Trump, where does the party go? The Republican Party go post Trump? I'm not sure if it's post Trump. I don't know what form that takes, Giano, but. Uh, probably after this kind of decompression period post-presidency, we'll see whether the president comes out. He's a big figure in the party and the movement in America, and I think he's beyond the party. I think there's a combination of, you know, there are issues and and, uh, Republicans that don't adhere to Republican principles, and they need to be dealt with within the party structure and by the voting base who decides to put them in office or take them out. And I think Trump can work also from the outside, uh, you know, with effective activism. And I've kind of coined my own not so clever phrase, which is effectivism. I think he can build, provide a counter to the media if he chooses. He's got the money to do it. He's a billionaire ex-president. He was a billionaire going in. He's actually a politician because he is a politician now, too. 
who didn't need to gain money from being in Washington. And he understands the ability to deploy money and finance to have an effect. You have a great point there. And I've been wondering myself, what will President Trump do next? And there's been talk of a patriot party. There's been talk. I had Lord Trump on the podcast and she was saying uh, that there was possibly a chance that they may do a Trump TV. She said that that, that would be interesting. And now we see a lot of folks who are hungry, even more hungry for Donald Trump's voice because he's been silenced on social media. So people really want to hear from him now. What do you think he may do? Will there be a Patriot Party? Will there be a Trump TV? Have you heard anything? Well, look, there have been some conversations uh, between a group, you know, a group of us or a number of us about what comes next. I can't say that I know the answer. And, you know, I wouldn't make one up because that's not how honest people do it. But I can tell you that there will be efforts. Uh, We've seen some packs shift in that builds the foundation. If you're going to build a third party, you need to build an infrastructure, staffing. You get get set up actions for ballot access during races. So it's a big uh, it's a big project. And that's why I say you can work within and without. You need outside I believe in more parties. I never liked the firm two-party system. And I'd like to see more growth and a, a real challenge to provide a conservative uh, effort because conservatism is a movement, Republican is the party, to fix the party and rework it. If you think about Lincoln and what happened, Lincoln re, you know, rebuilt the party. The old party was gone. The new Republican Party was born and we're I think we're in that moment again. We just can't predict easily how it will turn out. So if there is a Patriot Party, would you join it? I'll have to see what it looks like. This is the one answer I I don't know how to <laughs> it was a lot of silence going. <laughs> it's it's an honest answer. I, I've been a Republican yeah. since I was eighteen years old. Actually before that I knew my values but if this is what it takes, because I do believe in the Republican platform, if, I, if, I, if there are, and there are good people there, uh, we'll have to see what it shakes out as. So I, I can't give you an answer because I don't know what it looks like. Well, I have two more questions for you. First, why are you a conservative? Values, family values, fiscal values, uh, national security, sovereignty, the Constitution, and the promise in our Declaration of Independence. That's how I made my first decision, and uh, I'm still there. Final question. On your website, webmedia.com, at the bottom of the homepage, you write the definition of conservatism according to Memory Webster, and then below that, there's a quote by you, trust in the authority. What does that quote mean, and why is trust so important? How does that trust relate to conservatism? When it comes to truth and trust, it's actually truth is the authority. Uh, When you find what is real, regardless of whether you agree with it or not, or it's a preference or not, it simply is. Gravity is a truth. It may differ on the moon or on the earth in its force, but it is the truth. And it's not that everything comes to that absolute truth. It may vary again here versus the moon when it comes to gravity, but it still exists. We have to find our way to those things and understand that part of truth is that there will always be differences between people, but those differences have more, what we have more in common than we have differences. 
And that's what I believe in in this country. I appreciate that. And thank you for having this conversation with me. I'm currently in Dubai and I know you're in, in Miami. So I truly appreciate it. And I appreciate the time difference even more because it's before uh, we go. Can you tell everybody where they can find you, your shows, your social media handles and any big projects you have coming up? Hey, this is where I get to play Gianno Caldwell when he comes on my show. The man knows how to lead. I tell him my name. I N-N-O. Uh, right. com is where you can go to really find out about me. Web with two Bs, as I like to say. Sirius XM Patriot, Monday to Friday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern. Fox News, Fox Nation. And if you just Google me, David Webb. David Webb, thanks for coming on the show. And thank you for a really great interview. I appreciate you. I always look forward to your insights. And you go beyond the surface of the news of the day. And um, certainly that historical perspective matters so much. And I I really, really appreciate what you mean to the conservative movement, because I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for people like you who blazed the trail well before I came along. So thank you. Thank you so much, my friend, David Webb. Thank you, Gianno. You have yourself a great day and a great trip for that matter. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks to David Webb for a great interview. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review and rate us with five stars on Apple Podcasts. If you have any questions for me, please email me at outloud at gingrichstreet60.com and I'll try to answer them in our future episodes. You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Gianno Caldwell. If you're interested in learning more about my story, please pick up a copy of my best-selling book titled Taken for Granted, How Conservatism Can Win Back the Americans and Liberalism Failed. Special thanks to our producer, John Cassio, researcher Ann Klingman, and executive producers, Debbie Myers, and of course, speaker Newt Gingrich, all part of the Gingrich 360 Network. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. The biggest stars in country music will be taking the stage at our 2024 iHeart Country Festival. Presented by Capital One. Jason Aldean. Keith Urban. Jelly Roll. Old Dominion. Lady A. Riley Green. Ashley McBride. Brothers Osborne. Walker Hayes. All hosted by Bobby Bones at Austin's Moody Center. Saturday, May 4th. Stream only on Hulu. Starting at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific.